Hey guys, welcome back to the Couch Takes Podcast brought to you by Student Section Sports. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, be sure to DM us at Couch Takes on Instagram and at Couch underscore Takes on Twitter. Enjoy. Welcome back to Couch Takes, episode 31, I believe. Right, Andrew? You are correct. Oh, yeah, there we no, go. You're right, 31. So we're back. That's pretty good. What is this, the second uh, second of our, what, bi-weekly schedule that we're doing right now? Uh, Yeah, well, technically we didn't announce it last time, so I guess this might be the first, but the last time we did an episode was um, two weeks ago, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, thanks for bearing with us on that. It's given us a lot more time to work with each other with schedules and all that. I know we talk yeah. about this every week. Not going to bore you with it anymore, but we're happy to be here. Like always, aren't we, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, we're always happy to be here. Yeah, I swear, I freaking say that every week. Yeah, I, know. I didn't even notice it until someone pointed it out to me. Now I'm self-conscious about it. Like, I think about it every time I pull this thing out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I'm freaking uh, if, stoked. If I'm being honest right there, I was like, oh, God, what do I say? I was like, I'll just say I'm happy to be here. We can go about <laughs> now, now it's like, now it's like a thing. It's the now couch takes me. Like at first, it was just something I said, but now it's a thing. Yeah, that's it's it's our thing. So, um, so Andrew, it's yes. been two weeks. What's okay. been your favorite thing? Uh, my favorite thing actually happened yesterday, bro. Bro, did not expect it. Yeah, bro, did not expect it. Didn't see the performance in my mind going out the way it did. But dude, the Cowboys lost to the Packers in Dallas, and I could not have been more excited. What <laughs> a freaking game, dude. And I told, uh, you know, Nick, he's he's been on the podcast before. Um, we always do like a, which I'm pretty sure me and Trey do this. Um, like before the season starts, we'll kind of go through like our respective teams and decide, like go through the schedule and decide the schedule. And I told him, because, you know, Cowboys had a lot of, I mean, would you not agree they had a lot of preseason hype? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. They had a lot of preseason hype. Everyone was like, oh, gosh, this team could actually make the Super Bowl, especially if they get Zeke back on the squad. By the time the season rolls around, they're like, oh, this team could make the Super Bowl. So I was talking to Nick, and I was like, um, he brings up the Cowboys game, and I was like, um, I'm going to say dub. And he goes, are you serious? You think you'll beat Dallas in Dallas? And I was like, dude, yes. When do the when did the Packers ever lose to Dallas in Dallas? Dude, we own Jerry's world. Yeah, that's, that's Aaron Rodgers owns Jerry's world. How did okay? I didn't even look at the stat line for him. How did he do yesterday? Uh, he did. I mean, he did pretty well. He didn't throw any touchdowns, but he also didn't throw any picks. Just I believe it was two hundred and forty-six yards. Um, Aaron Jones carried most of the weight. He had like yeah, so hundred and eight rushing yards, seventy uh, receiving yards, and four touchdowns. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So he he carried the squad. Plus the defense played outstanding. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't want to criticize them for, you know, almost giving it up in the fourth quarter because, like, they still held on and they were it tired. And so, I mean, like... Yeah, that was a little frustrating to watch because I thought they were about to fall apart. Yeah, believe me. Watching the Raiders every week, I know how you feel. Uh, they gave up... Oh, speaking of, if there was a second close favorite thing of the week, it was definitely the Raiders beating the Bears. <laughs> I was so excited about that, dude. Well, yeah, don't get me wrong. I was excited, too. Uh... I was on my way back to uh, Tennessee because, uh, you know, I went back and visited my family this week because I hadn't seen them in like seven weeks or so. So yeah. um, 
Uh, but Gotta that, see the squad. That's my favorite thing of the week, by the way. <laughs> oh, is that your but, favorite thing of the week going home? Yeah, dude. I was just. It's just so nice to be back for a little bit. Got to see my dog. I miss my buddy. How's he doing? Oh, he's such a big boy. He's fifty-three okay, and a half that pounds. Man, so weird. Oh. That sounded so weird. Could I love you word that in another way? Kevin's a big boy. I'm not going to lie. Kevin's awesome. <laughs> okay. Has he gained more weight? Because the last time I saw him, he was really young and he was already massive. Oh, yeah. Like he's gained six pounds since the last time I saw him. So dang. Okay. So he's definitely gained weight since the last time I saw him. Oh, yeah. He's not like fat, fat or anything. Ago. He's just a really big, like he's big yeah, for yeah. a basset hound. So has he gotten any taller? Um, A little bit. Not much. He's just kind of filling out because all beforehand, like, you know, you see basset hounds and they're like, it's kind of like a, a, you know, when you get like the tube of like biscuit dough out of the, yeah, it's kind of what they look like. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah, but, I know exactly what you mean. A bunch dude, he of was like, biscuits. Yeah, he was like a skeleton with skin draped over it before that. So like now he's filling out and looks more like a basset hound. So he's um, growing up on us. Little buddy's yeah, growing but, up. But anyway, in that Raiders game, I was uh, I was on my drive back to Tennessee and I was literally like mm-hmm. listening to the broadcast on my phone Speaking of through Tennessee my stereo. Sucks. NFL and college, they suck. But anyway, continue. Okay. Uh, and I was listening to it, you know, going through all of that, and they gave up 21 points in the third quarter. I was like, well. Which was unreal. Yeah, there goes that. But, I mean, it's like it's it's like, it's like little mistakes that turn into costly mistakes for them, and it blows my mind because it's every year. Like one was a 75-yard punt return um, that set them up at like the 15-yard line. Another one was um, they they fumbled on the one yard line. Uh, the, yeah, the Raiders I was did. watching the game when that happened. It's just like stupid stuff that's just costly. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, no, I know what you mean. But I mean, hey, I honestly could. Khalil Mack had three tackles in those sacks. That was the bomb. Trent Brown and Colton Miller, <laughs> the tackles, they're my saviors. They're amazing. Um, Josh Jacobs had two touchdowns and like 150 yards from scrimmage. Like. It was perfect. It was the most perfect hey, game. They they pulled one out. That was a good win right there for the Raiders. It really was. And that's that brings me to uh the Raiders are going into a bye this week, but the next mm-hmm. time we have this podcast uh will be the day after the Raiders and the Bear uh the Bears, the Packers play. Is so, that Monday night football? Are, no, it, it's on a it's on a Sunday, but uh, uh okay. But you know, since we usually record on Mondays That'll be the day after. True. So the next time, uh, next yeah. time we talk, okay. um, we'll get to talk about that. So, oh yeah, that'll be you know we really were talking exciting. we were talking about it a little bit before we uh, before we started this podcast. But honestly, I think it could be a good game. And um, you think so? Andrew was saying it. Yeah, it, you know, it depends on what uh, what Packers show up. You know what I mean? Yeah, if definitely. The week it's one Packers show on the Packers. up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't think if it's, yesterday's uh, Packers show up. You're in trouble. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. If Aaron Jones plays like that, then, then yeah, it's you which know, it's Aaron not a Jones contest. has been playing spectacular this whole year. And honestly, he was uh, great every time before he got injured. Well, you know what I want to um, point out about that Cowboys game is really, it's it's been so confusing to me all season. It's Dak Prescott, and yeah. we've talked about him before. We talked about this contract that he's turned down, and he wants more money. And, and yesterday he threw for like 450 yards, but he also had three picks, and like they were really stupid picks too. Yeah, you know oh, what I yeah. mean. Well, to be fair, to be fair, I would say one of them was not his fault. Yeah, one, one I'll of, give him one credit of them on his fault at all. 
It was uh, you talking was about the one near the DB, and then the receiver just dropped the ball, or he really just popped it up in the air. Yeah, it was Amari. Yeah, it had nothing to do with Dak, so I'll give him credit on that one. Yeah. Even though the stat line says three picks, it was more like two. Dude, they really need to change the stat line to like uh like an error call, like they do in baseball. Where the, oh gosh, yeah, no. Where the stat keeper can put that on the receiver instead of putting it on the quarterback because it's like that goes on Dak's, you know, all-time career records is one more pick. You know what I mean? Or it's like yeah, and it's, it's not, not like really... he had anything to do with that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a little behind Amari, but still, that shouldn't have resulted in a pick at all. Cause it hit him on the hands. Yeah, it, it, Amari reached back with his hands. It hit him, and then it bounced up in the air and it got picked. Like that's yeah, that's not Dak's fault at all. I'll give him a pass on that, but. I do want to say, you saw the sequence of events. I know you were so mad about this, uh, where, <laughs> da- where Dallas was down on the goal line, <laughs> and they snapped the ball, and it hit Randall Cobb, who was going over in a, in a motion, and they fumbled mm-hmm. the ball, and Green Bay got it, but they called a false start Yeah. on, on Dallas. So, mm-hmm. so the play was you know negated, whatever. Next play, after that penalty, Dak throws an interception in the end zone, holding on the defense— Right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so they got out of two the, situations, and then Zeke ran it in on the next play, and they got a touchdown. Oh, I was so frustrated watching that, because that was twice. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, yes. That's, I was like, that game's over. I was like, game is over. Like, we've got this now. And, dude, I'm telling you, they, they make so many dumb mistakes sometimes that it's extremely frustrating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was sitting next to a Cowboys fan while that was happening, and, like, yeah. it, dude, it, it was like... How did he feel about it? Well... Well, you know, he's from, he's from Texas, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, at first he's like, you know, Randall Cobb ran by, he's like, what was that? You know, and then he's like, all right, false start, we got lucky. And then he goes, oh, what tack, what are you doing? And then he's like, I got lucky. And then Zeke ran in, he's like, yeah, that's what we do. I was like, shut up, man. Yeah, and you also, we were talking about Dak, you have to look at it like, yeah, I understand, one of those picks was not his fault, but he also got away with a lot of crap, too. Oh, absolutely. Because like he definitely got away with a lot of mistakes that were just negated because of the other team mistakes. Oh, easily could have been like five picks. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely for sure. There was a couple dropped picks. Mm-hmm. So it, I don't know what to make of it because yeah, 450 yards looks outstanding. But I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to be like, oh, he's still like I don't know because 450 yards, you're immediately like, oh, he he played pretty well. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he really didn't. He did not play really well at all if you watch the game. Well, look at the Cowboys as a whole and like look at their first three weeks. Who did they who did they beat? It was like the they beat the Redskins and the Dolphins and someone else, but like three of the worst teams in the NFL. You know what I mean? And then they yeah. lost two straight. So it's like what is uh yeah, they beat the um Redskins, the uh Dolphins and the Giants. Yeah, right. Three yeah. objectively bad teams. Absolutely. So, and now they've lost two in a row. Yeah, so, I mean, what are the Cowboys going to do from here? Because it's like Dak is still putting up stats, you know, like we were saying, 450 yards. It's, uh, it's all about the context of the situation. But, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, think about it. If they were competitive in that game, he wouldn't have thrown 450 yards because he was playing from behind, so they had to air the ball out. You know what I mean? And Coop made up more than half of his total yardage, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. If it's not half, it's really close. I think it was like 229 yards or something like I that. Because he had over 200-something yards. Yeah. Oh, he had a great game, except for that one caused interception, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I don't know what the Cowboys are right now. I don't know if anyone can say. Like, that, that's such a broad 
take right there. I know that, but I mean, like, I'm hesitant to say that they they could push for a playoff spot, but I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders as of this moment. You know, um, the way that they've played, the way that they've played against their past two opponents, maybe not. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about the Saints' lost. Um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is playing really well, but he didn't really play that great in that game. Um, I don't know how I feel about their performance in that. Yesterday, they looked abysmal. They did not look good at all. The now, Saints? I mean, like, no, 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 no. The uh, Cowboys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was saying they looked okay, decent. I mean, I'm not like 100% saying the Saints game was a bad loss, but yesterday was a bad loss. Despite what the score shows, they got their butts kicked um, at home. Yeah, so speaking of bad losses, I want to bring this up real quick. Uh, the Braves okay. just lost in 10. Ooh, really? Yeah. Dang, dude, that kind of makes things interesting now. Dude, we're going to game five. They were up 4-3 in the 8th, and then they gave up one in the ninth, and then they gave up one in the 10th. So well, now they're heading now, back to Atlanta. Yeah, they're going back to Atlanta for game five against the Cardinals to decide this series. I think series. they got it. I think they got I it. I think they got it. I'd be extremely but, I mean, shocked if the Cardinals were able to pull it out. Honestly, what not happened? That, not that the Cardinals aren't a good team, because they are. I would just be shocked if they were able to pull out a game five in Atlanta. Well, because that team, that seems incredibly talented. Like, dude, this game, because w- literally we turned this on at work, because, you know, I was at, I'm at Vanderbilt and they wanted to see how Dansby. Swanson was going to do so they turned the game on we have this big TV in the office and we were watching it Dallas Keuchel gave up two back-to-back solo home runs in the first inning and that okay that just you know pretty much ruined the game because without those you know Braves are up four to two four to one or whatever they would have been up to so you know what I mean it's just you can't let yourself get down like that it's yeah as John Madden would say you win by scoring more points than the other team that's just how it happens man (laughs) In this case, you win by scoring more runs. Yes, exactly. Dude, that's a pet peeve of mine. You know what, what? I mean? When people call it points and not runs. Oh, when you're when you're talking about baseball? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that drives me nuts. Like, I don't know why it drives me nuts either. I'm not going to be that, that guy, you know? And cr- Actually, yeah. you mean runs. No, I'm not going to do that, but it's just oh, yeah, like no, inside. I, usually, I just, just want to like, do that right then. I just I just felt like doing it right then. Usually, I don't care. No, of course. No, you're like, I'm not even talking about that, but I just mean like a normal conversation like, Oh yeah, did you see the Yankees scored nine points last night? Like, shut up, man! <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, you just sound you sound ignorant right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like and, that sounds mean, but like you kind of sound goofy saying it like that. I mean, and, and if you genuinely enjoy watching the game and you just call it the wrong thing, that's one thing. But I just mean like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, sometimes I'll slip up still. Well, yeah, but I mean, like you know, me and you were big big football guys, so yeah. it's just kind of. It was habit. So when I first started watching baseball, it was that. And then I learned it was runs. I was like, okay, well, that was dumb. Shouldn't have, shouldn't yeah. have said that, you know. But well, while we're on the uh, topic of baseball, the Yankees do have an opportunity to close it out tonight, move on to the uh, ALCS. I believe, I want to say Severino's pitching tonight, I think. I'm pretty sure that's who they said was yep. uh, going to come up tonight. Yep, Sever- uh, Severino. He's pitching tonight. Yep. So... I don't know, dude. <laughs> I think they could do it tonight. Minnesota's a good team, but the Yankees are playing really well right now. Dude, it's um, all about the hot team. I say that yeah, exactly. all the time, so but that's, it's true. That's why I'm kind of excited about it, honestly, with this postseason run. And it, I mean, even though I understand, I, I believe that if we see it, the Yankees and the Astros in the ALCS, to me, that's the World Series right there. To me, those are the two best teams in baseball. And it makes me a little happy to see that Houston struggled today. But at the same time, anything can happen. 
Um, but I do expect the Yankees to move on tonight. You're right. But the, then again, I thought Atlanta would move on tonight as well. So yeah, the Astros did struggle today. They lost ten to three. Yeah, to the Rays. Oh, they got beat bad. I mean, I the rate not that the Rays are a bad team either. All these teams, honestly. The playoffs has a lot of great teams this year. Yeah, I mean, and even with the the Cardinals and the Braves, both of them are good teams too, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like the weakest team right now is probably, what, the Nats? Mm -hmm. And they've still played respectably. Uh, Yeah. They've still played respectably against the Dodgers. Yeah, they've held on. They've held their own a little bit. But I expect, what, I think they play tonight too, don't they? They're playing right now. Yeah, I I expect um, the Dodgers to advance tonight too. Oh yeah, they're up. They're up one run, bottom of the third. Mm-hmm. So I, I think LA will advance tonight too. Something about October baseball, man. Yeah, I know it makes it so much more fun just because there's so much on the line. And I do think, um, I don't know what. Uh, we'll probably have to wait a couple days for Game Five on Braves and Cardinals since they'll have to fly back to Atlanta. Um, but I definitely think Atlanta will advance. Yeah, I Nick hope so. just, hey, Nick just texted me, <laughs> and uh, he said we just choked away another postseason, <laughs> and, he, and he sent me a gif of someone crying. Yeah, that's. Nick. I don't think it's fair to say that it's not over, dude. It's not over. It's but not you gotta, over. Okay, the big concern is the Braves' offense. Four runs is the most they've scored in in the whole series. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you cannot win. Which they scored. Doing they, that. they 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 had four runs also tonight, but they lost five four. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. You can't. You're you're not going to win the World Series by scoring four runs a, nope. you know, a game. Game one, they had six runs, but they lost. Okay, okay, but still. Yeah, yeah, they went six three three, and then tonight was four, and then game five's on Wednesday. TBS. And it, it still says if necessary on the ESPN app, but it's no longer if necessary. Boy, see, it is it's, necessary. See, and it's weird because the Braves pitching, especially their starting rotation, minus today with the back-to-back homers from Keuchel, has been outstanding so far. And their offense is yeah. letting them down, and that, and you know, that's kind of yeah. that's kind of backwards as to what it's been the whole season. I definitely wouldn't say Acuna's let them down. That dude's playing like a freaking monster, twenty-four-seven. Dude, he because he is like it's straight up, you know. It's kind of weird to watch. It's almost, dude. Like honestly, we're. I hate to say it because he is so young in his career, but it's like we're watching history right now with him. He went, it's really strange. Get this: today in the game against the Cardinals, he went four for five, and he's batting five hundred in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Dang, dude, that is so unreal. Honestly, <laughs> um, did you watch uh, the game Sunday night? I believe it was Game Three. Or it might have been game two. Is game three or game two? Dude, when he's honestly, that game where they almost came back, you know, they were down seven three. And then in the ninth, they scored um they scored three or four straight runs to uh bring it within one run. Dude, he just stepped up to that plate and he smacked it. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, how freaking clutch is that? Like you love seeing moments like that, you know? You love to and see I'm it. not and I'm not like a Braves fan by any measure. I wouldn't I mean I don't like hate them either. But I was kind of rooting to see that because that was really exciting to watch. And then Freeman steps up right after him and smacks one. And I was like, my God, dude. I was like, they're about to come back <laughs> down four runs in the ninth. I mean, gosh, look, that would have been so exciting. Honestly, I was rooting for that. I, I wanted it to go to extras, though. It's good for I baseball. I think that would have been really exciting. It is. I yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, dude. We need more exciting games in baseball. Exciting games and exciting players, I, you know? Exactly. You're seeing and Acuna a, is absolutely one of those exciting players. You're seeing a 21-year-old dominate the game of baseball at the highest level. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely. I mean, the only player right now that is better to, than him to me is Mike Trout. Yeah, you're I mean, saying, you're not going to beat you're, Mike you're Trout. You're saying number one, Mike Trout, number two, Ronald Acuna Jr.? It's dang close. I mean, my, maybe not number two, but dude, he is up there. Oh, no, right I'm now, not disagreeing. I think he's top 10, top five. Like, he's that oh, good oh, already. Oh, top five easy. Top five easy. Ooh, man. I would definitely say top five. I think, honestly, the way he's playing right now, you got to say he's top five, despite his age. And now, look, that's I'm not saying that that's going to pan out. I'm just saying right at this moment. Fair. That's fair. You know, because I understand he's young. Things change. Things happen. Sometimes players step up as they grow. Sometimes they do not. Um, I'm just saying at this very moment he is. Next year, that might not be the case. But I feel like that's a fair thing to say based off what we've seen. Well, shoot. The guy's doing things that we haven't seen since the beginning of Mike Trout's career, and then he's also doing things that we didn't even see Mike Trout do. That's true, you know? man. Almost got that 40 for 40 this year, you know? Oh, gosh. I thought he was, too. I sound like a total Braves homer right now. <laughs> and I'm not well, look, in any way, I promise y'all. You live with a big Braves fan. I'm sure you hear that it every is, night. Well, yeah, so I hear a lot about it. That is very true. I hear a lot about it. Uh, my roommate is a big Braves fan. Yeah, man. That is very true. Honestly, he's probably pissed tonight. I don't know if I want him to come home. <laughs> he's probably going to be mean. <laughs> Nick, please don't come home. Regards, dude, Andrew. honestly, oh, dude, if... <laughs> I hate to say this, but if the Braves lose in Game Five and the Yankees advance, he knows he's going to hear so much bullcrap from me. Everyone does. If, Andrew. He thinks if no, he thinks if the Yankees and the um, Braves made the World Series, he thinks that the Braves would win. I disagree, but I mean that's beside the point. We don't know if that's going to happen or not. I don't think that's going to happen. But um, yeah, I doubt that's going to happen. But yeah, I don't think that'll happen either. There's only to me. There's only really two likely matchups, and that's Yankees Dodgers or Astros Dodgers. To me, those are the only two matchups that's likely at all. Yeah, it seems fair to me. Yeah, I feel like that's a very fair thing to say. Now, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I just don't see anybody in the NL beating the Dodgers. I really don't. I mean, I think, would you agree with that? I think the Braves are the only people that could. To be honest. Yeah, and right now we don't even know if they'll advance. I still think exactly. they will, but we don't know that for sure. Yeah, I definitely I, I don't, don't think the Cardinals would. No, I don't think the Cardinals pose a threat uh, mm. to the Dodgers. It's got to be and the right Braves. Now, it definitely looks like LA is going to advance tonight. I believe. I, I don't think Washington's going to be able to hang. No. Well, yeah, I'll I mean, tell that's you, what makes it exciting, not though, Washington. Dude. That's what makes things exciting, though. Is you never know. I didn't ex- honestly. I didn't expect this series to go to Game Five. No. I really didn't. I, was, I thought maybe I thought maybe St. Louis uh, would take one, and that was the game one. And I was like, okay, after this, the Braves got it. I didn't really think um, the Cardinals would win another game. Yeah, I was thinking three, maybe four games. That was yeah, it. I, that's what I thought. I thought three one at the worst for uh, Atlanta. Well, I, there's not much else you can say, man. It just yeah, that's exciting though to see that, and I'm glad we got to talk about it as it was happening because I feel like both of us were like in the middle of like excitement and like what's going to happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, hey, because you're uh, a Braves fan. Yeah, I enjoy watching. Yeah, I'm not some die hard, but I enjoy you know. Well, you also like the A's too. Yeah, I used to be an A's fan, and then I just kind of just kind of moved on from that. Yeah, just a bunch, a bunch of different things that, but. Dude, I love their pitcher, uh, Sean Manaya. He was my favorite player when, oh, yeah, uh, he's pretty good. when I watched them. Yeah. But um, 
But I mean, like, yeah, into the Yankees. Well, I guess. Well, I take that back because <laughs> by the time this comes out, it'll already be over. Um, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. when you're listening to this tomorrow, your boy Andrew's in a good mood because the Yankees have advanced. I think that'd be exciting. So y'all be, you know, rooting for that. I'll pray for my buddy Nick that the Braves uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. win game five. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm, I don't feel like that's a... I don't think it's a stretch to say that the Braves are going to take the next game, for sure. I don't Shoot, feel they ner- better. I, I don't feel nervous about it at all. I mean, I guess I'd feel nervous if I was a Braves fan, but I, I mean, I don't... As an outsider looking in, I wouldn't be nervous, you know? Okay, this is the way I'm looking at it. And, like, this is the last thing I have to say about it. It's either... Yeah, let's move it's on. Either, that's okay. No, I'm just saying, it's either this is the end of the Braves because they can't do anything on offense or this is their wake-up mm-hmm. moment. Like, hey, it's game five. We got to perform and then they're going to heat up. Like, it's... Which absolutely could happen. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, either this is going to, like, jolt them and be like, hey, we got to play. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to show up. We got to, you know, we, we have to be us. We have to do what we did all seasons. We won, like, 98 games. Just... Do yeah. it, you know, or they're not going to get <laughs> it together. Do it. They're, they're not going to get it. And it's just going to be game five. And that's it. You know, yeah. so it's my professional opinion. I'm so glad you get paid to do this because I've been doing this for free this whole time. Yeah, man. Well, you know, you do the editing and stuff. You make the big box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wait, who uh, signs your paycheck? Is it Jerry? It's Jerry. Nice, dude. How much do you get? Uh, I make 90%. He only, he only takes 10% cut. Okay, I meant like dollar signs. How much you making? Oh, like $3. Like a month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or $3 an episode. No, it's like $3 a month. It's, it's, a, it's a slow uh, slow rise to success. Like yeah, couch hey, pod. we're going to find exposure. Someone's <laughs> going to find us and be like, holy crap. We will fund the best exposure that $3 a month can fund. We'll figure it out. We'll put out some ads or something. Dude, just watch. I'll put up a billboard in Tuscaloosa. Look, is going to be begging for us to take down our billboards because <laughs> yeah. we're going to have more than he does. There's no way. For anyone who, I mean, I wouldn't think, I don't know, do we have anybody who doesn't know who Alexander Shinara is that listens to this? Does anyone in the world own more billboards than Alexander Shinara? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. Except for maybe, like, I know this sounds stupid, but like the best thing I can think of is like a communist country putting up billboards in their own country. It's you know like, what I mean? It's like... Like North Korea, like advertising themselves in their own country. What are they advertising? That's the only place. Like... like Come here today, or you will die. I don't know. Well, like, I don't know. What I think they would it's advertise. like Shinara one, McDonald's two, and then yeah, sure, North Korea three, and whatever. North Kim Jong Un has his signs out there, dude. We are screwed if this goes out there. North Korea is going to find us, Trey. Hope no one's listening from Pyongyang. <laughs> yeah, dang, that would be real scary, dude. Because we're probably being pretty blasphemous to the supreme leader right now. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the supreme leader. Dude, that's what they... Well, have you ever seen the interview? Of course that's I've what seen they the call him. Know, that's what they well, call yeah, him in the I movie. know. I, we learned about that in like sixth grade. I remember back... The interview? No. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hey, solid movie though, if you haven't seen it. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, I remember learning about all this in like sixth grade and being like, like it didn't like register to me at the time because you know like you're in middle school and what do you know yeah but like because yeah. you know you're still like you're in your bubble in sixth grade you know mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're like this country, and like I remember we watched, we were like watching video from uh, Kim Il Sung. I think that was his name, Kim Il Sung's funeral or whatever. And people were like just breaking down in the streets, and they're like they're talking about it. They're like, well, we don't know if these people are like genuinely sad or if they're acting because they're going to be punished if they're not sad. You know, so it's like yeah. learning about all this. It's crazy, man. Oh yeah, that's scary. Because, like, both things, I guess, are likely. Because, like, I don't know. I don't know how they think. I've never been there, obviously. So, like, I don't know. You haven't? Yeah, no, dude. I got an invite one time, but I turned it down. I turned it down one time. Maybe I should go. You think he would hook me up with some cool stuff? Dude, in that same documentary I was watching, this one guy, um, they sent an American team uh, to, like. I know exactly what documentary you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they went and they found this big statue of Kim Il Sung, and, and the guy mm-hmm. wanted the cameraman wanted to get the whole statue in the shot, but because of the way the street was, he couldn't do it uh, standing up. So he had to lay down to get the whole thing. And some random yeah. guy came up off the street, and started yelling at him, saying how disrespectful it was to, to like do what he was doing in front of the statue. Yeah. Dude, it's just crazy. I'm really glad we went <laughs> off on this North Korea yeah, tirade. I was about to say the same. I was like, why are we talking about North Korea right now? Because we we were talking about Alexander Shinara. True. Which I don't think either of them are related, but it's okay. I'm pretty sure I don't know. That's I think that's a fair list. Number one, definitely Alexander Shinara. Two, McDonald's, three, North Korea. Or Kim Jong un, whichever one you want to put it right there at the three spot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So one day uh, couch shakes is gonna be top five. One day. Once that three dollars goes to four dollars, woo, watch out. Here we go, boy. So, um, so preseason basketball. Eh, miss me with it. No, I don't care at all about Anything preseason, preseason basketball. Anything preseason to me, I'm not interested. Yeah, I'm. But the Lakers just like look you on this good. one. See, Lakers look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, tell I, me, I, tell me about it. That's why I want to talk about it because I know you've seen clips from it. I haven't seen anything. Yeah, I mean the LeBron Anthony Davis connection looks for real, but it's also preseason. Um. A lot of well, a lot of people I feel like are overreacting because I believe it was Stephen A. Smith. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Stephen A. Smith that said this today on his show that um, he believes Anthony Davis is going to win league MVP and LeBron James is going to win Finals MVP. I want to say that was him, but I feel like that's a tad bit of an overreaction, and I don't know if he actually believes that or if that's just you know he's like, oh wow, this connection really is real, like from the game he just saw, which they were playing the Warriors. Um, but I put no weight on the preseason. I never have. It doesn't matter what sport no, it is. No, no, no. Like, I've I never enjoy... understood why people think the preseason determines the regular season. No, no, no. I let me get this straight. Like, I don't want to. Preseason doesn't mean anything in the slightest. No, I especially only like not basketball. No, especially not. But I like watching it in the NFL just to see how the rookies do. Like that's like mm-hmm. my main reason to watch in the NBA. I just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't resonate with me at all. But maybe no. it's because like the off season is so long for football. So I'll just take anything, you know? But yeah, I mean, no, that's fair. Cause you know, I think off- a lot of people see it like that. Off season's not that long for basketball, you know? It's like what? No, it's June really not. to October. That's nothing. No, it's really not that. Not like football. Shoot. February no. to August. Yeah. And then if Dang you're in college dude, football, sucks. it's January to August. So yeah. So I mean, you know, it's, it's more of just the scenario of the whole thing. But hey, yeah, hockey's already back, big man. See, I'm pretty sure, dude, it's so crazy for me to like think about this. Haven't Didn't we talk about hockey last year? Yeah. Like, have we done enough episodes where like we had hockey episodes was, where hockey ho- was a thing? Hockey runs concurrent with basketball. 
They run the okay. same 82-game schedule, and they run the same 16-team playoff format. Seven-game okay, series. Well, I know we have talked about previously on this show, episode whatever it is. There's no telling. Um, I'm not a hockey expert. Never have been. I've tried. Not my favorite thing in the world. I know people watch it. Like Some people like love it. They think it's amazing. They think it's the best sport, and it's super underrated, which it might be a little bit underrated. I don't know. I don't watch it. But so... Anytime you got a hockey question for us, just immediately say at Trey. At if you Trey want to DM on that us, one. at Trey. If it's a hockey question, I'm probably not going to be able to answer it for you. Yeah, I'll do my best. Um, hockey's not my number one sport or anything, but man, I love it though. And yeah, it, oh yeah, no, you you enjoy hockey for oh, sure. Yeah, oh yeah, and people are crazy about the Predators up here because I mean, like when the oh, uh, I bet that's exciting to be in Nashville around that time. I didn't even think about that. I mean, it's. It's different because, like, everyone up here supports them in some way. Like, it seems, you know? Okay, yeah, so like, let me ask you a question. Um, right now, with hockey being back and also the Titans are playing, do you think there's more people that are... Because, um, you know, like, in like America, we're football people, you know? But mm-hmm. right now, does it seem like there's more people who are just... They'd rather talk about the Predators and the Titans? I will tell you this. Any time of the year, Nashville cares more about the Predators than they do the Titans. You think so? Absolutely. What? Okay. Well, let me. Okay. What if both were fantastic? Do you think they would still side with the Predators, or they would be like, "Oh, it's football"? See, now that's a tougher question. If, like, if you're talking like fantastic, like Titans are that, going twelve and four, they're winning the division. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like the would, I think the Titans would take the reins. I, I think so because you know Nashville was all about the Titans. You know, back when yeah. when, when they uh, went to the Super Bowl when they had Steve McNair and Eddie George and. You know, like, it was all Titans, you know. But then again, the Predators were new to the town at that time, and they sucked. They were terrible for a long time. But now it's kind of flipped. The Titans aren't necessarily bad, but they ain't great. But the Predators are like a top-tier team. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I've been to Nashville around this time, and, dude, people, they eat it up. Yeah, dude, and, like, every home game, they shut down Broadway for— That's so freaking lit. Yeah, like, literally. I bet that's exciting. Oh, it is. It's awesome because, like, once the game is over, whether it's a win or a loss, you open the gates and you walk out on Broadway. The whole streets are blocked off, um, and like people just go and party. Win or loss doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it, it's an Dang, incredible dude. atmosphere. Sounds like Tuscaloosa. <laughs> I, I've never been except. To- I've, yeah, I haven't really been around here for a loss much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess. Uh, well, not in Brian Denny. That's a better way to say it. I've been to games that we've lost on the road and then I came back and obviously there's nobody partying but yeah I was there uh, after the Louisiana Monroe loss and I can tell you there was no partying after that game oh yeah no I agree the I've have been to one game or actually I was at the game the last time we lost in Bryant Denny which was um what five years ago or excuse me four years ago it was 2015 yeah it was 2015 I was at that game oh gosh that was frustrating. I'm not about to go on a tangent on that, but yeah, I can promise you there was no partying then too. <laughs> so, so it's a little, well, that's the thing about football. Um, that's so much, you know, like that's the thing. I, uh, you know, when you go to hockey games or you go to baseball games for your team or, or basketball, there's so many games in a season where if you lose one, it's not the end of the world. You know, you're walking mm-hmm. out and people are upset, but it's not like, anger is just kind of like well dang you know but if you walk out of a football we'll come game back in two days <laughs> exactly if you walk out of a football game and your team just lost there's only 16 games a year in the nfl or 12 for college people are like 
genuinely pissed, pissed. off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they're really upset. Yeah, because a loss means so much more in football than any other sport. Absolutely. So I mean, so especially college. I would say college more so because even in NFL, I mean, we've not that it happens a ton, but there's been Super Bowl champions that lost six or seven games in the regular season. Yeah, it's happened before. Oh yeah, and, and you know, a few years ago, the Panthers went seven and nine and made the playoffs. So I mean, yeah, exactly. So it, it's a lot different, but but college football by far, dude. Sometimes you lose one game, your whole season is over. There's no way you're going to make the playoff. You know, dude. Okay, that brings that brings me to a good point. I forget who I was talking to about this. It might have been uh, it might have been Colby actually, our buddy Colby. Okay. But um, we were saying that if Clemson has one loss this year, out, 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 out. I don't care if they win the ACC. They that I swear I get so upset that people will talk about Alabama's schedule and then they're just gonna overlook how absolutely awful Clemson's is. It doesn't even compare to Alabama's. See, and this is Especially my Especially not if Alabama has to play Georgia in the SEC championship, dude. Come on. I, I'm going to say not this even fair. in their defense because I have to say it's it is neither school's fault. Their strength oh, of schedule. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I it agree is with not that. But Clemson's if you're going to trash that, one school, you got to trash the other. That's what I'm saying. Is It's not Clemson's fault that the ACC is that bad because the ACC is just... Absolutely. It's, it's kind of... I mean, honestly, it blows my mind. I've never seen it's it like this. It's gone down the crapper. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand it, but there's only one solid school in the ACC. Who, one, who's, that the, is who's the second best team? You think Wake Forest? I, maybe. Oh, uh, I don't know. They're, they're um, undefeated. They're ranked. Can you say that about any other team in the ACC? No. Are, are they the only two teams in the ACC ranked? I think so. I, I mean, if, I'm gonna. I mean, I guess it would have to be Wake Forest. I mean, I think. Florida State looks better than they did last year, but I don't think they're number two in the ACC. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Wake Forest, um, maybe Virginia, maybe. Yeah, Virginia's four and one. Yeah, Virginia's four and one. Wake Forest and Clemson are both five and oh, so I guess you got to say, as of right now, you would got to say Wake Forest. Yeah, and they're the only two that are ranked, so I mean, it's the only other one, maybe, maybe Pittsburgh. I mean, they beat UCF. Uh, Pitt's lost two games, but yeah, maybe. I honestly, even though Pitt has a better record by one game, I might would rather. Pull, I, I don't know. I might r- r- rather take North Carolina. Yeah, that's true. Pitt. But uh, l- the point of all this is, ACC is not very good. Yeah. Oh, they're awful. Absolutely awful. So I mean, it's SEC looks stacked this year. Not that they never don't, because they always do for the most part. Every now and then we've had like an okay year, but I don't know, dude. We've got some solid squads this year. Absolutely, man. I mean, you got uh, in the West, Bama's five and zero, LSU five and zero, Auburn five and one. In the East, Georgia five and zero, Missouri four and one, Florida six and zero. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And all teams are playing pretty solid for the most part. I'm not. I'm not saying this because I'm obviously I go to school at UA. I'm not 100% sold on Auburn yet. I think from what we've seen, they've kind of scraped by, and it hasn't really been great-looking football team, but that doesn't mean they can't turn it around. And also, I don't know, dude. It's I think it's their offense. Their defense can carry them to a tight game. You know what I mean? Oh, Auburn's defense is for real. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if they can figure out offense, because Bo Nix has not figured it out yet. Yeah, he see, is not. Which that, I understand growing pains. I get it. Freshman. I understand. I'm not trying to, to dog him. But if they can figure out the offense, the team could be for real. Oh, yeah. See, I, I knew we were going to talk about this, and I'm glad you're taking this approach because I didn't want to just trash him. 
But no, no. But he was getting unreasonable hype. You know, people were calling him Cam Newton. Oh and gosh, I know. He didn't deserve that hype. Well, he didn't deserve to have that placed on him. Honestly, like that's giant shoes to fill. And there is nothing Did the same saying thing to Jeremy Johnson. Oh yeah, and there's nothing saying that Bo Nix couldn't become a great quarterback. You know what I mean? Oh, he's, absolutely. He's no, got a lot of things that. to work on, but I just mean he's like got talent. Just pump the brakes a little bit. Yeah, pump the brakes. It might not Take be his easy. freshman year. It might not be his freshman year. Let's calm down. Yeah, honestly, not everyone can come in and do that. So, and so you shouldn't place it all on one guy because the spotlight isn't right for some people. You know, at least well, I not think when a lot of young. people. A lot. I think the crazy thing is like, um, the Nick made a good point the other day. Um, you know, every time Auburn has like one of those like seasons where like, wow, we are so much better than what we were supposed to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like. It just turns into something that was like, oh, it's destiny. We're a team of destiny. I believe Auburn. I love it. And usually, Auburn fans don't really say much about it till the end starts getting near. People were saying that about Auburn because of Bo Nix and his dad and all that kind of stuff preseason. When they found out Bo Nix was the guy, they're like, oh, this is a team of destiny. We are going to do it. Like, you know what I mean? And it's kind of different this year because it was like almost like they were expecting to have a better year than what they were being told they were going to have. Usually, they expect the worst, I feel like, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess some of the Auburn fans I know, uh, like the hardcore ones, they're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are kind of doom and gloom. That Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like a lot of Auburn fans, well, I think it's not just Auburn fans. I think it's because of Gus Malzahn. A lot of people in Auburn's fan base aren't sold on him anymore. So I think that's part of it is really where I meant that at. I don't think they always think they're going to have a bad season. Yeah, okay. But I think this Good was assessment. like the first time they were thinking this time, like, oh, wow, Bo Nix, Patrick Nix's son, you know, all that stuff coming into the season. We got a solid defense. This defensive line is so good, which the defense, they were right about. This defense looks good. But I think that's their problem is like maybe they expected the destiny thing, and it's kind of – I don't know if I'm sold on that this year. Even though I do believe Auburn gets away with a lot of stuff, I don't think that this is that destiny year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it does seem like they have one every few years, which is nuts to me. I don't know where they get that good juju. I I think they'll have a good year. I don't think it'll be. Yeah. I I, I definitely think they'll lose to LSU. And and there's a great chance they'll lose to Georgia. And then they still have to play Alabama, which the Alabama game, you never know. That's Of course. That one's up in the air every year. Yeah. Every single year, and that's the frustrating part about it. Even though, even if Alabama's way better, you never know who's going to win that game. Um, so I don't want to just come out and say that, but I do think they'll lose to LSU and Georgia. Yeah, that's fair. I think th- I definitely think they'll lose to LSU. I think they might put up a fighting chance against Georgia. I do believe that. Well, yeah, because their defense could has a chance to slow down Jake Fromm. Joe Burrow's yeah, playing exactly. out of his mind. So exactly, and I don't think Georgia's defense is what we've seen in the past. Not that I don't think they're a good team. I do think they're a solid squad. But I don't think it's what we've seen the past two seasons from a Jake from led. Oh yeah, they haven't looked uh, like some team. absolute juggernaut yet. They haven't looked bad, but it's just like it, no, it almost absolutely not. It, it just kind of leaves you wanting more. You know what I mean? It's like I think that's a great way to say it. It's that's like, a really great way. to I say I was it. at the first game of the season. You know, when Georgia played Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. they won like thirty to six, which you know was a beatdown, but like it should have been a lot worse. You know, with the talent on paper, it should have been a lot worse. Yeah. And I get it. It's the first game of the season, whatever. But it's like it's almost like that. That's kind of continued. You know what I mean? Well, that also raises the question: Is Notre Dame for real, or did Georgia? It just isn't what we thought they were going to be this year. You know what I mean? Because a You're lot just of people gonna... marked this as, "Oh, dude, Georgia's about to dominate this team." You know what I mean? 
That's what I thought, honestly. And that's I thought the same thing. I'm pretty. What, did we have an episode that week? Because I know I said that Georgia is going to go in there and they're going to do things. I don't know, you know what I mean. I, I can't remember, but I I know me and you felt the same way about that. But absolutely. But honestly, it, it's another it's another one of those situations. You got to wait until Georgia plays some real players, and you got to see like what they're really made of. You know what I mean? They yeah, got to play absolutely. like oh, when they play Auburn, that'll be a good test of how good they are because we know how good Auburn is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I do think I, I mean, I do think they'll beat Florida, even though I think Florida, that defense, dude, they'll give them a good fight. I'm just not 100 percent on Trask, even though I think Trask played well. He just doesn't really have a yeah. lot of pocket awareness. He really when the pocket collapsed on him, he collapsed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't really. He didn't really seem like he had a lot of awareness in the pocket. Um, but when he made the throws that he made, I felt like he was playing well. So, I think he's got the arm. I just don't know. Oh, yeah, totally. I agree. I agree with all of that. And then it's going to be super interesting to see going down the stretch of this season. And mm-hmm. then, So there's one more thing I want to talk about before we wrap okay. this up. Um, Mason Rudolph. Oh, gosh. Okay. Dude, I'm sure you saw the hit. Oh, yeah, he got rocked. That was one of the most brutal knockouts I've ever seen in the NFL. Um, You know, and honestly, it was like kind of weird watching it because I feel like I've seen worse hits. It was it was the knockout that happened. I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it was what happened to him that I was like, oh, my gosh. And I didn't watch it live. I ended up getting like an alert on my phone about it. And um, I looked it up like, the you know, the moral person that I am. <laughs> But I was like, dang, dude. And I didn't laugh at it. I was like, holy crap. This guy just got no, that rocked. Was a, that like, was I, a, you know, some big hits you're like, some big hits you're like, oh, God, wow, he got rocked. Yeah, like that was awesome. And then the guy yeah. gets up and he walks over the bench, this whatever. One was, this one was scary. Yeah. So the big story is they couldn't get the cart working, so they took mm. his face mask off and made him walk off the field. Which I saw the face mask thing, and I thought that was just because they were trying to have like access like just to look at his face because they were afraid to take his helmet off well that's what i thought about it okay. i didn't realize that had anything to do with them not being able to get him off the field so uh earlier today pat mcafee was talking about this and they said essentially like the cart wasn't working but mason rudolph said no it's fine i can walk off the field but pat mcafee said do you think this guy is in any state of mind to tell you that he wants to walk off the field yeah <laughs> say dude he just got freaking wrecked exactly so like Regardless, those things have a stretcher on them. You can't pull the stretcher off yeah. and put them on there and carry them off. That's the point yeah, of the stretcher. People, they have as they many have people handles. As they have on staff. As many people as they have on staff here tell me they didn't have enough to just carry them on the stretcher. Why do they only have one cart? Yeah, I don't get that either. Makes no sense. <laughs> you see, Earl Thomas is avoiding the uh, the suspension. Really? So that yeah, Earl Thomas isn't going to be suspended. That's what I just saw. That's freaking crazy. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think it was malicious intent, but I mean, like if you're gonna if you, I just mean if you're gonna call those, call them across the board. You know yeah. what I mean? And like no, I the agree. play wasn't flagged either, and it was definitely you know crown of the helmet to the face mask. You know that's what it was. And again, I don't think Earl meant to do that, but by definition, it was you know it was probably targeting. You know? Yeah, I mean it was borderline. Yeah, well you know I just uh, it, it was kind of embarrassing for the league to be honest. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it's just not something you want to see. So I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Not that our opinion matters at all, but um, it, it was just that's something that has to be handled with more care. You know what I mean? 
Absolutely. I thought that was very um, odd. The whole, like when I read up on the situation, I thought it was extremely odd, but um, I agree, you know, and also, you know, I'm praying he's okay. Cause that was rough, dude. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think we had a good conversation today, Andrew. Absolutely. This, this ran pretty well. I felt like we, it was smooth. Um, we had a lot to talk I mean, about. I'm excited about, about baseball. We talked about NFL, MLB, NBA, North Korea, I mean, <laughs> yeah, college, I mean, everything, dude, one of every, like all around the world, you can listen to this stuff, even in Pyongyang, Dang, we Dang. Got y'all tune in, Couch Actually, if you're in for Pyongyang, the please turn this off right now, because yeah. I'm not interested in being, you know, dragged down by the Supreme Leader. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Andrew, you got anything else to say? Yeah, thanks so much. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think we definitely benefited from taking this two weeks, um, but I'm looking forward to everything that we got coming forward, and uh, I appreciate you guys listening. God bless. All right, see y'all.